Okay, welcome back everybody for the uh, new attendees. Um, normally we have a two-year cycle, so we spent uh, two years on Ksubis, two years on Sukkah, and uh, we're going to start now Hilfah Shabbos, which uh, could be a 15-year project. Uh, but very nogea, very exciting. We're going to spend uh, quite a few months just on the Simanim dealing with Arab Shabbos uh, before we even get to uh, Shabbos itself. Uh, a couple of changes. First of all, we're going to be down here until we see that it might not work out uh, with the acoustics, but I think there are more uh, copies somewhere. I'm going to try to make you right now. Um, for those of you who bought the Torah Shulchanach, I picked up, I don't know, 15, 20 of them, I think we're out of them already now. So uh, see what your neighbor has and try to pick one up. It's a very handy addition, has the Torah and the Shulchanach together. And if you have to remember, it's Kedai to bring a Gamar and Shabbos and bring a Mishnah Brewer also. If you don't, I'm going to have copies as we go along anyway. Um, we are going to attempt, uh, past few years you've been starting at 9.20, we're going to attempt to start at 9.15 because I really want to finish on time for Meirv uh, because there is an oil upstairs, the Kedal the, the right now and some other people, so I want to try to um, have it Berev on Hajiz Melech. We are going to start uh, the tour in the first immigration man base tonight. Uh, we'll see part of the tour, part of the base Yasef. We'll go to some of the copies. And um, for those of you who are new, uh, if you have a question or I'm saying something too quickly or something is not clear, just uh, to yell out in an orderly fashion, raise your hand. But uh, we do take uh, questions. That's what makes the sheer uh, user-friendly. And um, hopefully the Pilpul Chavarim will clarify everything. Uh, the historical context here is very important. You might wonder, as we begin this tour, why the tour has to spend so many lines trying to convince, cajole, suggest, strongly suggest that we machabit Shabbos Karoi. We don't seem to have much of an issue with this in Muncie. It seems to be a natural, and uh, the historical context is that for most of our existence, certainly in Gullus, uh, it's been very hard to put food on the table. Uh, the Yochashochem brings down, I think I saw it in the Yochashochem, brings down something uh, They used to have a minig by Yosholem Zocher. That wasn't even a whole spread. The minig was that they used to put out some food and tell people ahead of time they should knock on the door, stick their head in, say Mazel Tov, and then leave quickly without taking any food. Because nobody had any extra food to feed people coming for Yosholem Zocher. That's, the, uh, that's how bad it was in certain places in the Vardek, uh, that's how, that's, how, that's how bad it was. So, why? They seem to have a lot to drink, you mean. Okay. So, I don't know. That stuff also costs money. Apparently, it was a... Oh, Shochan writes, coming off of seven Shabbat Brothers, he writes that he heard... He's not even sure. It sounds like he's not even sure what to believe it. He heard there are places in Western Europe that they make a Shabbat Brothers every night that he couldn't understand where was a Germanic like that come from. So, where, what is that a function of? So the answer is, no key to make any shower brokers. If you have 10 people together, you have potentially to make shower brokers. That's a function of money. Three explanations for that. Money, money, and money. So in Western Europe, they had some more money, so they, they were able to make a nice suit. It's a very nice thing. Um, I, I've been to a couple of shower brokers in the past week myself. Very nice. Uh, there was one I, I, I crashed by Grossman's house last night. Uh, very, very fine. It was a wonderful thing. Once you're there, it's, it's a Kavaldiga thing. It's, it's unbelievable to keep it. But many communities, they just didn't have it because it wasn't available. 
Hence the tours, it's not the tours, it's the Gemara, it's the Gemara, obviously. Hence the push to be Mechazi people, where you gotta really go the extra mile, you gotta be Mechabit Shabbos, you gotta spend money on good food and good drink, and we're gonna see this from many, many lines, and we're gonna sit scratching our head like, why do you have to encourage this? I like eating. So the answer is, this is a function of um, the fact that most people didn't have much money to spare. That's, the, that's my introduction, yeah. Rob mentioned a couple years ago that the Arab Sultan had a hard time being asked for the minute that people they eat and eat and eat at a kiddush. Uh, actually, no. The Al-Fashokhan is the one who is Miyashim at the best. He says the Shir for Kviyasuda is like off the charts. Like many, 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 many Bayim. The Mishabruz, the Mashmur, says it's only four Bayim. He gives you, he actually gives you more latitude than that. Um, uh, so uh, he's the one who's trying to Miyashim, but that's his Miyashim. He said the Shir, the shir Kviyasuda is bigger, so you can have more. Our problem is that the Mishabruz holds four Bayim, three or four, or Mishabruz holds the amount of bread you would eat in a Suda together with everything else, so we're more restricted. Where was it happening that it was such a problem? That that's, a, that's a good question. Uh, that's a good question. I mean, he was writing about uh, all the people that weren't making shepherd books. Good, uh, good historical question. Maybe uh, they tell me, my, um, my grandmother told me that her parents, when she got married, uh, when they got married, had shepherd books just on Shabbos that was standing in Europe. Got married Friday afternoon, about a half hour before Shkia, on a good day. And when the Ksuba had a problem and they had fights, they used to get married uh, very close to Shkia or Ravana Tam Shkia. Um, and uh, there are was a famous shuva where there was the assignment getting married and they got into a big fight about something at the chasna and it was like way after Shkia and the Ramah was consulted he was makel he was afraid if they'd break it up the girl would never get married so he was makel and there was, all, there was a whole storm after that he like went deep deep we're going to get to that simon about Shkia and Ben Hashemoshes he went deep 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 and he said for your assignment you got to be uh, you got to be makel the reason they did that is because nobody had anything to eat. So for Shabbos, they used to either bring their food to the town square, or they used to go home and eat, come back for Shabbos. Then they had Shabbos, Shabbos morning, and they had Shabbos Shabbos, and everybody went home. People had to work for a living. It took three days to travel. So that was it. That was my great-grandparents. So, uh, so in that context, you have to understand where this is going. Certainly, people can afford it today. Shabbos is, they try to do Lashma. It's not that easy to do Lashma. When you buy things for Shabbos, it's a very, very big Indian to be able to uh, afford it and to be able to focus on being Mechab and Shabbos, which is what this simon is all about. Uh, there are a lot of very interesting things that go along, so let's uh, begin the tour. Again, Reishman Beis, your first uh, page in the tour. Uh, ben, you have a seat somewhere? Um, not on the sheet. Yeah, if you don't have a tour, you got to... Whoever didn't buy one, please stop at this farm stop. Sorry I didn't pick up more. I guess I wasn't that ambitious. Uh, it's uh, pick, pick, pick up a Torah Shulchan Aruch Chaim Dalit in this edition. Try to get this edition. It's the same Tzuras Adaf. Um, it's the Meisdus Shiras Devera, and it starts the Simon Reishman Beis. So, um, if we, how many do not have? Shia Es Samecha Beruch Es Asarim Ad. Oh, okay. So I'll, uh, if I'm if you're there beforehand, let me know you got one. If not, if I'm out, maybe I'll try to pick up uh, another uh, another uh, eight or ten or so. Uh, I got it at this farm store by 306 and 59. The one in the plaza there, the probably has it also. Okay, so if you don't have one, you're going to sit next to somebody who has one. Um, some of you have, because otherwise you're going to get uh, lost. The three of you in the back, none of you have. Um, maybe put one. Uh, you want to you give up one right now? Just we'll send, you have one back there? For all three, you can look on. Uh, anybody not have any three people? Okay. Everybody got it. Gasinon, Perik, Kamed, the Shabbos, Perik, Kol Kisve. He corrects. Amar Biyachanon. 
Mishra Rabbi Yossi, a lot of very, very rich rewards promised to this sugya for doing what we call, uh, we think is a relatively easy mitzvah. Um, I always uh, say over that uh, when you go to the Alam Haba entrance exams and they start asking questions, don't get stuck on the mitzvahs involving eating. Those are the easiest ones. People get stuck on Malava Malka. You couldn't go order in a pizza. You get stuck on Shalom You get stuck on, on uh, being Shemesh Shabbos in the food department. So that's what the tour is focusing on over here. This should be a no-brainer, especially if you can afford it. This should be a no-brainer. And it uh, promises Nachala Bali Mitzarim. In plain English, that means money. This is a real school of Panasa. You've heard it here. Start off this mountain, school of Panasa. What could be better? There are a lot of other things people bandy around the school of Panasa. But this, the tour says, well, in the Gemara, is a school of Panasa. That's not Nachala Bali Mitzarim means you get an estate that has no boundaries. That means it just keeps uh, rolling hills on and on. The house, everything just uh, is a... It means Olam Haba also, but here we're talking about um, uh, Olam Hazar. How do we know it's Olam Hazar? I mean, it, it would sound that actually it can't be put on this Because it has, how can we believe Okay, Okay, but it means, it means it's going gonna, it's gonna to be Olam Hazar and Olam Haba. School number two. Yanitzel Meshiv and Malchus. And uh, we in America are pretty Nitzel Meshiv and Malchus at the moment. Anyway, Baruch Hashem. But uh, you never know. There's certain people in office who don't bode well. Certain people running for re election. I don't want to talk. We have a, a tax deductible uh, thing here in this uh, side. We can't really uh, push these things. But uh, it's pretty frightening what goes on out there. And uh, for most of the years, the Gullah, Shiv and Malchus was an issue. The ability to ask for things and ask for more panasa in this case to be able to make Shabbos even nicer. This speaks to general Shmir Shabbos. Even a person who's involved in a Barazar, which is the worst area you could do, gets a mechila. So the Rishayim and Afrayim say here, first rule of thumb is there's no free lunch. So if you ever have a Gemara that says mechilalai, or Ben Olam Habo, like we spent a couple of months discussing. Anybody who walks Dalar Amas in Israel is Ben Olam Habo. You're Ben Olam Habo if you do everything else pretty right. You have a couple of things that might have gotten you in trouble, so the school of Rachel Israel is going to be a tremendous uh, help. So here as well, Michael is the automatic. The reason this helps over here is because a person is over to is a Kaifer Baker. If he keeps Shabbos, that shows he's not a Kaifer Baker. So Zulu Mazu, Shabbos is made on my Sabratius, and made that Hashem created the world, and Avodazar is made that somebody else did it. So a person involved in a Barazar, Shabbos will counteract that. Had they kept even one Shabbos, I know what you're all going to ask. What are you all going to ask? What? Yeah, they, they, we all know the Gemara that they almost kept two. Yeah, this series quoting that had they even kept one. <laughs> what? But what? No, that's what he's saying. We're used to, yes, anybody here in the room, they, they're more familiar with the Chazal that talks about Chayesol keeping one, not keeping two. I'm just throwing that out. Here it says, had they even kept one, which means they didn't even keep one. No Ummah would have had any Shlita on us had we kept that uh, first Shabbos. Now he quotes the more famous, what we know, Had we had two in a row, which we didn't, um, then, uh, then we would have the Gula Shlema right away. 
And had we kept the first one, so um, the very first one, which apparently didn't go that well, uh, we would not have any uh, Shibit Malchus at all in the first place. Yeah. Yes, it's not the same. Yeah. Right, right, right. So when he said it, but, but still, what is he referring to? The, the, we're, we're used to the second one. Beyond the Gullah means we'll get out of the, the, the Gullahs. Oh. Right, but what did, what did, well, I'm sure Mechaim was also in Gullahs. As a matter of fact, he's, uh, right. he had to wonder in the Romans. But what is, yeah, but what is the same one? Yeah, Gullahs, Gullahs, Edom. But what does it mean that they didn't even keep the first Shabbos? Which Shabbos is that referring to? Well, well, when we say they didn't keep the second Shabbos, what happened there? I think I've been <coughs> who, who broke the second Shabbos? What? Yeah, the Mechaim, right? That we're all pretty familiar with. So the question is, what happened in the first Shabbos? What's the tour referring to? What, what went wrong in the first Shabbos? Who did it? Who did it and what they do? Yeah, so, so what exactly did they do wrong? So that's, uh, we're going to discuss that. Very good. We're going to discuss exactly what the work was. They didn't, though. They, it sounds like they kept one. It, it says, first one they blew. Somebody blew. And then, apparently they kept the one afterwards. But the one after that was already the occasion. They didn't get two in a row. So, so the question is, what exactly did he do wrong? You're correct on the on the culprit. Question is, uh, what did he do wrong? So we're gonna we're gonna discuss that. Um, as a matter of fact, let me show you. Um, so you, you'll have something to work on. Uh, take a look at the Beis Yisif, um, third one down. Right. Right, referring to Dazim Avriyam, Ksibas Revi, Yavar Molik. Right after that, it was the uh, it was the beginning of the end. Uh, they they survived. They won that battle. But Lamaisa, that was the first of many attacks from the Umasayilam. Kasa Mariyavuv Shema Molik Lo Yanochem Yisrael. This is Betzim Arashi. Had a Molik not attacked Lo Yashum Am Veloshan Nochem Behem. Nobody else would have dared attack. Remember, they mushled with the bathtub, with the hot bath, and had they not cooled off the image, even though they lost. It's interesting. Nobody read the end of the article when they reported it in the press that the Amalek got killed. They got shmetted. But they just did big headlines. Jews, not invincible. Jews attacked. So once they uh, cooled off the image, so the Zion Humas and Israel got the courage to fight and everything was uh, ultimately downhill. Did the Amalek attack because of the because of Robert That was part of it. But whenever you have chazals like this where you have a few different angles, uh, apparently had there not been Rafi Adam and Atayra, the fact that the uh, one or two Rishayim wouldn't have, wouldn't have affected us was had we been, had we been uh, stronger in the other area. So he calls the Maria Boof, Shema Malik, Loyal, Nochem Yisoli, Yashom Amalosh, Nochem Elfishi, Yiram, and Anisim, Shoslam, Mitzrayim, Aviyam, Abol Me'acha, Shema Malik, Afapi, Shishav, Amalab Roshi, even though they lost. In Kalza, Nasan Yad, the patient, Lavu, Lachem Yisrael, everybody else got the courage to attack. So um, the Beis Yisrael here doesn't explain um, what exactly Yatsuman Amloka, Rashi over there, I'll document this while we get to tomorrow night. Rashi says that it was Dasavavir, and we don't know exactly what they did wrong. What exactly was the Malocha? Chumash doesn't say Beferish, I'll let you think about it, and we'll see what the Pshat is. The big Mashlek is what exactly happened there. So we will get back to that. Uh, go back to the tour. We're going to try to cover some, some tour now that opens up two or three different sukkahs, and then we'll go to the Mar Makemis. Kasin the Bevesachim, Paragayla, Devar, Marmarava, Kalmud, the Meshavit, the Bina Lachem. Seir, Karas, the Shabbos, Ainik, Pirish, Mishum, the Bechad, Karak, Seir. When it comes to Yantu, we have a stero. One Pasik says, Aseris, Tia Lachem, Bekarachrin, Xiv, Aseris, Lashem, Lakecha. So is Yantif Lachem for your personal enjoyment, 
Or is it supposed to be muktish for davening and learning, and you got to eat the whole body and soul together, but that's not the main, uh, the main attraction. Pligiba, famous Marfligus of Be'a, Pligiba of Lezer, Rabbi Yeshua, of Lezer, Sabra, Akul, Lochem, Piers, Lechem, Lishtus, Lishtus, you take your choice, I guess, depending on the type of person you are. If you like eating more, it's a, it's a mitzvah, if that's your thing. So then you can do kul lochem and party most of the day. It's got to a little bit, but you can party most of the day. A kul lochem appears, lomot lashana. So you can spend the whole day learning and davening. And then you eat just to, you don't have to fast, you eat uh, just to get by. That's the shita of Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Yeshua, Sabra, Chalkei, you have to split it in half. It's a different view on how to dash sukkim. How do you answer the steer between the two psukim? So Abelazah says, one person is talking about one type of Jew, the other person is talking about another, they're both religious, they're both orthodox. One guy is a little bit more into his ruchmius, and the other guy is a little bit more into his food, without doing any other error. That's one way to answer the steer, is you have, you have, uh, you split up the two groups, you have one person with one group, one person with the other group. Rabbi Shua says, to answer the steer, instead of making two groups, why don't you make one group, Klai Yisrael, and say that the Pasuk is referring to two parts of the day. So he says, Chalkeo, Chatzil Hashem, and Chatzil Hashem which is the way we pass, like Rabbi Shua, we're supposed to spend approximately half the day. I'll show you later on, it doesn't have to be exactly half, not an exact science, but we spend a few hours davening, a few hours learning, and then quite a few hours eating and sleeping, and that's basically chatzil lechem and chatzil lechem. Okay, that's by Yontif. Now, what's the connection to Shabbos? The bottom line. Kamar de Shabbos, kule alma maidu, top line. Kule alma maidu, debina nami lechem. Everybody's maskin, even Rabbi Eliezer is maskin, interestingly enough, that you need lochem by Shabbos. You would have thought maybe it's the other way around. We have a bigger mitzvah of Simchan Yantav than we do on Shabbos. So you would think that uh, Rabbi Shua would come maybe and say you need kul lochem on Shabbos. He doesn't say that because Shabbos is supposed to be Rukmi as Dika also. Rabbi Eliezer comes and says you can't take your pick. You can't spend the whole day just learning a davening on Shabbos. You've got to eat also. You've got to have your ending Shabbos. Okay, so if it's so important to have the Anik Shabbos, so the tour raises the kasha. Oh, Dharma Bekiva say Shabbos Chol while to start the Brias. So, uh, what is that referring to? You should rather make uh, Shabbos like Chol. You can only afford peanut butter sandwiches, so don't uh, overspend what you don't have. Hainu Bedulai Efshalei or Beefshalei Tzar Lachabda Kafiyah Cholasav. Your mamish don't have and you can't get. We'll discuss what that means. Then you can have peanut butter. Otherwise, you really have to make an effort to try to have fancy fruits. Why do people have wealth? Again, the second time mentioned in the same segment in the Torah that honoring Shabbos is a skula for Panasa. Um, we'll see soon the Gemara in Bea uh, says the Farish that Shabbos, spending for Shabbos Yand is one of the things that doesn't come off the yearly cheshman. So whatever we pass in two weeks on Rosh Hashanah is your yearly salary. Whatever you spend on Shabbos Yantiv is uh, not Baal B'Cheshman at all. So um, so we're going to, uh, you know what, let's take a look. We only have a few minutes, but we'll take a look at the copy in front of you. We'll start it anyway. Um, uh, you see the bracket down toward the bottom? My Chad Hashem, first page. This is when uh, Ezra told him to go home and enjoy the Yantif. We have to be talking about Shonam. Amar Biyachan Mishum Rabbi Lezer Rabbi Shimon Amar Lebakash Baruch Yisrael Badai Kindleuf Levu Alai the Kitchu Kedushas Ayam. That again, that happened to be talking about Rosh Hashanah. We're saying it applies to uh, Yantif and to Shabbos. Go and celebrate and buy food and spend money. Ve'aminu bi vani pareya. Quite unusual. 
uh, like this, Hashem promises, even if you don't have any liquidity in your assets, you should borrow money, and don't worry when it comes time to pay back, the money will be there. Just spend the money, be mechavet, shabbos, Again, in Europe, these are real issues, and today in the recession, these are also issues. Not everybody has such an easy time. Yantav is expensive. Shabbos is expensive. So if the money... So Shabbos, what does this mean? It's quite a leap of faith. And the Gemara goes on to say that um, this and tuition for your children, for your sons, the Talmud uh, don't come into the Cheshbon. So you're spending money that's not even off your Cheshbon anyway. So you, uh, you, uh, you will get it back. So what does that mean? So Taisus has two completely different... Uh, well, there are two completely different ways to read the tesis we're going to read. Uh, you're probably used to by now from yeshiva. It's a small tesis and you have to watch out for it. The large ones, you can sell through. <laughs> you got that three-line tesis, it looks easy. And there are two gears, the difference of day and night. I'm not going to start it out, but we won't finish. I just want to mention, throw out one, one chakira question I asked uh, my, uh, a couple of my rabbin when I was in yeshiva. And uh, thinking back, there's a little shtickle chutzpah the question, but... Um, I used to ask why in yeshiva they don't serve on Shabbos um, lamb chops and uh, triple scoop of parva ice cream and, um, and doubles or triples of each of those mentioned above. And, uh, and then a Shabbos party with every single uh, delight you could possibly have. So at first I started asking, and I said, like, well, that's very expensive. Yeshiva's on a tight budget. I said, it's free. Gamar promises it's free. So um, why isn't that true? And forget the yeshiva. Uh, why maybe yeshiva wouldn't be a good thing to look, you know, PR, you know, yeah, they're, they're, they're soliciting donations, and then they hear they serve lamb chops, every child. maybe it's not good for the donations to come in. That's not the answer I got. But uh, putting the yeshivas aside, why don't we buy, those who don't, why don't we buy the most expensive cut of meat and the fanciest cakes and the fanciest desserts, and uh, we spend a lot of money, but we don't, you know, we try to keep our budget, so why are we uh, being so conservative? That's, that's the kasha you need to answer for this tour and this, uh, this sugya. Why, why uh, unless you all tell me you're not being conservative and uh, you're buying lamb chops. You always have next Shabbos. What does that going to do for you? You have to pay for next Shabbos. Yeah. Uh, 52 times a year, with the untiff in between. But it doesn't make a difference. It's not a deal for one Shabbos. Shabbos promises. But the Gemara says if you have a, have a place to borrow from, uh, you're just short the cash right now and you have a good friend to loan you money. So, uh, so you'll say it's an impossible situation. Clients will all fall apart if everybody starts borrowing money like this. Um, okay, so that's that's, that's what's going to get to in taste. The who? We, what tax bracket are we talking about over here? That's that's really what we're going to have to focus on. I'm just throwing out the question now. In other words, we we are doing well. I think in America we're doing better than we ever did. We're spending more on Shabbos than they did 100 years ago in Europe. Uh, the yeshiva still don't. I'll tell you what, remind me to mind that, I'll tell you what uh, some of the answers I got were quite interesting. Um, but um, one of the answers I'll share with you right now because I, well, I want to break from my earth. Um, we're always going to answer with the questions and keep it, keep it coming. So uh, uh, one of the, uh, one of the, my rabbis told me that uh, it's only a guarantee of Levu alive on Iparea if you eat the Shema. But if it's, uh, if you stop eating these like this stuff, it's not the cover Shabbos, there's no guarantee. I didn't tell him that, but I thought that was a bachsvar. Uh, literally, literally and, and figuratively, uh, has a stomach for the non-Yiddish uh, speaking people here. Um, uh, I didn't, uh, I thought that was a Kiddush because there are certain things, you have certain lofty aftachas that you're to only if you do things with Shema. Yeah, the Gemara, Pasha's talking to the rank and file in Klai it's not talking to Lama above things. 
So most people eat some of the Shema, some people eat 50% of the Shema, 20% of the Shema, some people say the Shem Shabbos Kaitish before they put the food in their mouth. But it's a, it's, a, it's a tall order to say the Gemara is only saying with all Labani Perea if you're not a Magushim Dika person, you're eating the Shema. Why You mean you're saying you're saying a different word? You're saying you're saying you have to mamish believe it or else you can't. Okay, that, that's not the answer I got. Okay. Okay, I'll, I'll entertain that. <laughs> okay, okay, Mitzvah Shem. That, that's not a bad mahal. Mitzvah Shem, we'll get to all this tomorrow night uh, down here. I'll get to your question tomorrow. Any questions or not, I'll get to you. You can ask tomorrow night.